Welcome to Health Dose, your wellness-centric podcast. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Today we'll explore why knowing your cholesterol and understanding what your numbers mean is so important. We're joined by MidMichigan cardiologist Aaliyah Brown. As a cardiologist, Dr. Brown works with patients who have a variety of cardiac-related conditions such as coronary artery disease, atherosclerosis, peripheral artery disease, valvular and structural heart disease, congenital heart defects, and other complex cardiac disorders. We asked Dr. Brown to describe what cholesterol is. When you have elevated cholesterol levels, it can affect every organ in your body. As a cardiologist, I also look at the vascular system as well. So cholesterol can clog up our arteries. That means cholesterol goes on the lining of the arteries of the heart, the legs, the brain, and causes narrowing within all of those vessels. So high cholesterol levels are dangerous because it narrows the arteries and the vessels, reducing blood flow to the specific areas that it narrows and causes brain attack, Mm. heart attack, leg attack. So that's why cholesterol, too much cholesterol can damage your body. What foods are high in cholesterol and what foods are low in cholesterol and what's the difference between the high density and the low density? So foods that are high in cholesterol, that is anything that is fried. Anything is that is fried in oils that are bad for you. So canola oil and olive oils are the best foods to pan sear or if you want to fry something very rarely in the month <laughs> that you can use. But trans fats, foods that are high in fat are red meats. So out here in Michigan, we eat a lot of venison, which is a leaner red meat, but still a red meat. And then also beef also high in cholesterol. So any red meats are high in cholesterol. Would you include pork? Pork is a leaner meat. The main problem with pork is that it's high in sodium and it's processed in general. Mm -hmm. And so because of it being high processed and high in sodium, it's also not a great food for people who have hypertension. Foods that are low in cholesterol are all our fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables are high in fiber as well as low in cholesterol. And high fiber foods are important. So changing from white carbs over to the multigrain and whole wheat carbs allow us to have carbohydrates that can be good for our bodies. And what's the difference between the LDL and the HDL? So the LDL is the lousy cholesterol. That lousy cholesterol increases our risk for cardiovascular disease. It's sticky and it causes plaque to form within our bodies. The healthy HDL cholesterol is cardioprotective. And so in men, we want that to be over 40, 50. Women, we want it to be 50 to 60. Um, We know that's cardioprotective. It protects our arteries from the bad, lousy cholesterol. It's like lubrication? It's like lubrication. Right. And so when it when the HDL is high in the system, it reduces our overall risk, increases our elasticity in our vessels. When our LDLs are low, it clogs those arteries up. It's like a sticky gum um, stuck in your straw. What foods are high in the good cholesterol? So salmon, foods that have high omega-3 fatty acids. So salmon, mackerel, those big fishes are really good. Tuna Tuna is also a big fish. So it's it's really good as well. A lot of people eat the tilapia or the flounder. Not a lot of omega-3 fatty acids in those. Good, except for the tilapia, but Mm. not a lot of omega-3 fatty acids in those You want those oily fish. You want something oil, even sardines. Mm. Sardines are also high in omega 
omega-3 fatty acids. Not my preference, but definitely <laughs> if you're eating sardines, it's good. What other foods besides fish? Foods besides fish that are good for you are nuts, almonds, and walnuts are really good. Also beans. Beans are high in fiber, so black beans, kidney beans are also really good for you as well. What about avocados? Again, yes. Avocados are one of the healthiest foods that are out there. They are high in those uh, omega-3s and they're high in all of the good oils that Mm -hmm. we like. Everybody either loves or hates avocados. It's one of those foods that everybody has an opinion about. They either love them or hate them. My brother was over a few weeks ago and he baked an avocado. I told him I would not ever taste it and I didn't. (laughs) But he found some recipe for baked avocado and he thought it was really good. How do you decide that it's time that you need to get treatment for your cholesterol? It's a combination of things. So let's talk about family history first. If you have a significant family history of heart disease, meaning that you had a male relative have a heart attack before the age of 45 or a female relative have a heart attack before the age of 55, then your cholesterol levels should be treated and maintained at a low level. The LDL cholesterol, we will allow to go up to 130, but in those segments of patients, I want their LDL to be less than 100. If you've had a first heart attack to be 445 or 55, then I want your cholesterol levels to be much lower, less than 70 if you have diabetes. But for a normal person, someone going in, figuring out their risk, if their total cholesterol is over 200, if their LDL cholesterol is over 130, if their HDL cholesterol is less than 40 or 50. Mm-hmm. And also if they're triglyceride levels, which we haven't talked what are about. Triglycerides? triglycerides are all those components of carbohydrates. So the carbohydrates that we eat, our white bread, our pastas, all of the things that we put in our system, if we don't use those carbohydrates, they turn into fat. So say I ate a donut today and then I sat at this desk all day long. That donut is going to go in as carbohydrate, Mm -hmm. turn into sugar. Mm -hmm. And if I don't use it for energy, it's going to be turned into fat. And so that's why foods that are high in carbohydrates, then we're not using those carbohydrates are bad for you because they turn right into fat and our body stores it. And so triglycerides are those components of the carbohydrates that are in our bodies that increase our sugar and then turn into fat, which is the triglycerides. Okay, let's say I'm eating sardines every day. Let's mm-hmm. say I've cut out the red meat. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm eating nuts. I, I happen to develop a love affair with avocados. I'm getting my exercise. I'm eating whole wheat pasta, doing everything. Everything you said, I'm doing it right. And I still can't get my cholesterol down to a healthy level. What do I do then? So you have two options. You can go on prescription medications, such as a statin medication, or you can go on non-prescription medications, such as fish oil supplements, CoQ10, as well as a oral medication called red yeast rice. Red yeast rice is one of our oral medications that is very similar, actually same component as a statin, but it's a naturally made compound. Mm. Some people choose to do red yeast rice over a statin. Generally, we don't necessarily recommend it unless someone really is adamant about not being on a prescription because the prescriptions are FDA regulated. Mm -hmm. Many of these supplements are not as FDA regulated. So the red yeast rice can have high levels of statins or low levels of statins. You're an integrative cardiologist, so you're going to talk to me about more of those supplements than than my regular doctor would. Absolutely. I want to give you options. My goal is to have 
you buy into the prescription. I can give you a prescription and tell you to take the medication, but if you don't have any buy-in, your risk of being someone who's not going to take the medication increases. So we have to work together and find what works best for you. Mm. What are some of the latest and greatest meds and treatment options we have for cholesterol? So there are several injectable medications that have come out on the market. One specifically will reduce cholesterol levels for patients who have a strong family history and genetic predisposition to increase cholesterol. Another one is based on a drug out of a small community in Italy. Those folks have very, very low cholesterol and very, very low risk of cardiovascular disease. And so what we've tried to do is create the same type of cholesterol levels and inject it into ourselves so Mm -hmm. that we can reduce our overall risk. What is the thing about Italy? How is it possible with all the fantastic pasta they have in their diet? Well, it's the lifestyle. It is the lifestyle. That red wine is also good for your heart. And so it has great tannins and sterols that help reduce your cholesterol levels. Not too much. Two glasses for a man, one glass for a woman on a regular basis. If you don't have any risk factors for addiction, Mm -hmm. it's good. And then also the lifestyle of fellowship. If you go to Italy and those small communities, they're banding together at nine or 10 o'clock at night and just sitting, shooting the breeze. They're walking more, even though they're smoking. Some of them, they're walking more. They're having family fellowship. They're going out and treating their emotional and spiritual bodies much more so than us here in the Western world. So it's, it's a combination of all of that. It's a balance. It's a good balance. So we've got to talk about physically how our physical bodies are responding to the foods that we ingest, mentally how our physical bodies are responding to our emotional and mental bodies, and spiritually how our spiritual bodies are also affecting our physical body. So how often should I have my cholesterol tested? So cholesterol should actually start testing when you are a teenager, And if you have a family history early in your teens, it's important for you to get it tested. But regular adults should have a physical examination on a yearly basis. And once we look at your cholesterol levels, we can determine whether we need to do it every year or every other year. By the time you're about 40 years old, once a year, you should have your blood work done and sometimes a screening EKG, depending on your overall risk. And what blood tests do I need? So you would need a lipid panel, Mm -hmm. total cholesterol, your LDL cholesterol, your HDL, as well as your triglycerides. And some people with significant risk, we do a more sensitive test. Some people call it a VAP test. And that test tells us the size of your cholesterol, whether you've got a small, dense LDL or a fatty, a larger LDL, whether you have something called LP little a, which causes an increased risk for cholesterol. There's so many things that we can tell from the more specific tests. And we do that test when you have a family history of high cholesterol or family history of premature coronary disease. And we know that there are other medications that we should be giving you to reduce your risk. You mentioned family history. Is that brothers and sisters, mom and dad? How how far back and how far afield should you go when you're talking about your family history? So did great-great-great-grandpa have heart disease? 
Well, that's not necessarily a significant family risk for you. First degree relatives, your mom, your dad, your brothers and sisters, that is the highest risk. But we also look at your grandparents. And so even though we say first degree, which is mom, dad, brother, sister, we also look at that second level too. Mm -hmm. First degree has the highest risk for family history, but hereditary risk also includes your grandparents. We can look all the way back, but that doesn't necessarily have as much significant bearing. So is it possible to overdo with the good foods? I mean, certainly it's possible to overdo with the red wine. But do you have patients that think that the panacea is to just go crazy with nuts? So nuts are so good for you Mm -hmm. that they can be bad for you. Mm -hmm. A handful of nuts is the serving. Mm -hmm. But many of us may eat the whole bag of pistachios. And then we're wondering why we're running to the bathroom so frequently. Right. right? (laughs) And so you can definitely overeat good things, thinking that you're doing the right thing. We want you to make sure you're doing the servings per day. One serving of nuts. Nuts are also high in fat. So you think you're doing a great thing by eating the whole bag, but you're actually harming yourself too because now you've eaten 1,500 calories by eating that bag. Once and for all, peanuts, nut or not? Peanuts are a nut. (laughs) <laughs> but, but are they are they uh, okay are they, in, in terms of cholesterol <laughs> so peanuts are not such a good nut for cholesterol and in fact one point i want to make is that men who eat peanuts really need to be very careful because peanuts increase your risk for prostate cancer or increase your risk for prostate issues and so men who eat peanuts have to eat them in moderation or not at all mm. um, because of their prostate health That is mid-Michigan cardiologist Aaliyah Brown. Remember, getting your cholesterol levels checked is an important part of staying healthy. Talk to your physician or advanced practice provider about screening recommendations. As Dr. Brown indicated, high cholesterol increases your risk for heart disease and stroke. So don't wait to find out your numbers. Dr. Brown currently welcomes new cardiology patients at her office in West Branch. Appointments may be made by calling her office at 989-343-1130. And as always, if you have health concerns, consult your healthcare provider. If you need help finding a healthcare provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back again soon for another edition of Health Dose.